But what's the guarantee that was a she that you were talking to on the other side? There is no guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, that could be catfished. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I am actually back in London right now. And I thought I'd introduce you to two of my good friends who I had to bring onto the podcast. So going around the table, I have with me... Hi, I'm Nikesh and I've just had lunch, so I'm kind of uh, well-fed. Anyway. Vinesh, Taylor, hey everyone. Welcome to the podcast community. Um, you know, we're live, but we're not live. Live and direct. Coming at you from somewhere in London. Um, unknown location in London. Unknown, unknown location, bro. <laughs> unknown location. Um, so you can tell these guys have never been on a podcast before, but we're going to work with that. We're going to improve their skills and hopefully they're going to start telling us some great, great stories. So to start off with, how do I know you guys? I think this is an interesting conversation to begin with. Oh, man. Right. Rolling some memories here. Um, where do I start, man? Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, this, this, it has to go back, you know, one and only. We all met at uni. Um, that's where it all started. It started from the basement, bro. And actually, the first encounter with you, I think it was in our second year. And it was me and Vinish looking, trying to look for an internship. And you rock up at uni. So you got a graduate job. You were working for, I think, Colas or something like at that point. And we were like, we need some internships. And like we see like a nice Indian guy. Like, oh, he might get, get us a job. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was basically it. So yeah. I rocked up at my old university to do a little talk about careers. And after my talk, I met these guys who came over to me and said, I remember what you said the first line was, man, that was sick. Or you're sick, man. Yeah, man, we want to know more about this. Like, and then we started vibing, we started talking, we got into really good conversations. And we ended up taking the same tube uh, home. We got off at the same station, so we had more time to communicate with each other. And then the friendship just grew from there to the point now we've known each other for what? Like uh, six, six, seven, years. six, seven years. More we've been on... Enough. Multiple holidays together. Yeah, it's like, I did, like good, looking looking back, it was like, like me and Nick, we, we went to that careers fair. I can't lie, I was at a time where I was I was applying for jobs, busting my balls, you know, going everywhere. I couldn't get anything. And I'm like, Nick's bro, let's call it a wrap, let's just go home. And then we look and we see this guy, you know, innocent guy, you know, all dappered <laughs> up. And I'm like, yo, let's say this, let's say hi to this guy. And Nick's, you know, yeah, man, it's... It kicked off different. It's kind of strange how you think about it. It's like we met you in a very formal way, Dush, and um, we met. We got the same train home, but we kept in contact, um, and that's. I think that's the main thing about it because you you don't know where uh, a friendship grows from. It grew. It grew formally, and now we're sitting in our underwear in a in a <laughs> in an unknown location recording the podcast. So it's gone from <laughs> from, a, from a, zero to a hundred. Yeah, that's cool, man. We're comfortable. That's what matters. And just so my audience understands you guys a little bit more in how you work, I want you to describe each other. I'll go first and I'll describe Nick's. Okay. Um, I'll say, how can I say the nicest thing? <laughs> um, well, abuse me. Nick's is, uh, I'll say, you know, works in silent, you know, doesn't, doesn't, reveal, doesn't reveal his moves. <laughs> um, a lone, lone wolf, but could be not. Probably one of the hardest guys, the hardest working Geeks I know on this planet. Um, big respect on that. Uh, but yeah, a man with pays a lot of attention to detail, which, which you know, 
more than me, man. I usually pay a lot of attention to detail, and you're you're killing it. <laughs> you're killing it. Oh, are you Nikesh? Yeah, Vinish. Um, so I know him from university. We started the same year, and what I first noticed about him, he used to be very clear with his notes, note taking. So it's very, <laughs> so it's very. In that sense, yeah, he's very um, clean in his work, and I've noticed he's very. He's not very. Um, He's very direct and clean. So anything you do, it's like, okay, let's hop, I'm up for it. or um, And it's clear. So like, or if we're meeting up, just do it 8 p.m. Say no more. It's not like, okay, I'll be there at 8.30ish. So I know what I'm going to get from Vinish. And um, one thing for Vinish, I know he, he adds like a bit of banter into, into day-to-day things. Like a bit of UK slang, a bit of UK uh, uh, urban banter, which is nice to... To add into a conversation. Man said urban banter. Yeah, <laughs> urban banter. Bro. So we're all Gujarati around the table, but and every so often we do switch to our own language and we have our own jokes. Isn't that right, Vinay? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Vinay. Correct, all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then what about me? I want to know what you guys think of me. So okay, be, be be harsh, but be like. Okay, I'll hit start. me hard. Yeah, I'll give start. me some feedback. Yeah, I'll start. I think Dush, um, he's the most. I think he's a person who has very um, good vo- vocab, so he has a lot of uh, um, words he can articulate from his from his tongue. Um, he is definitely hardworking. I've noticed, um, especially anything which he does. It, it it could be work itself, or it could be something um, he he wants to do, like I don't know, like this podcast. I want to get to the chase. If I had one word to describe you, I'll say um, jellyfish. That's an interesting. Uh... But uh, like. What do you mean by that position? My my jellyfish. Like when I, I can't lie, when I first met Dush, right, I was like, you know, this guy is a quiet geezer, um, you know, just does does everything by the book. Yeah, um, yeah, that's but like, true. As time gone on, right, I just realized this guy's like a proper rebel. <laughs> like, I, I think I think that's true. Full on party. <laughs> Party mode. Um, Party mode. <laughs> He's an animal in his own kingdom. Like, just superior energy. Or like, obviously, you know, we, you know, me, you know, we're all roughly like little 27, 30. Um, obviously, little, you know, we look up to Dush because he's, he's always giving us advice on, you know, doing, you know, do this with a career or giving you tips on, you know, what, what to, where to take, you know, where to take girls out, what, what, what date places to go. But what about the holidays? I want to I want to delve a little bit into like the holidays with Vin and do you do you remember any of them? It's been quite a few with Vinish and then I think a couple with yeah, Nikesh. A couple with me, me, yeah. I've been busy with university, obviously, and um, Nikesh is the kind of guy, right? That you know you haven't <laughs> you don't speak to him for like multiple months, and before you know it, he sends you a Snapchat and he's like, "Yeah, boys, I'm in Goa," um, and he's done this on he's done this more than one occasion. That's why it, it's times. not even funny anymore. It's just like okay, cool. He's he's in India. <laughs> two times, I think. Like straight up, like you know, like you know, you we post out, we post out holiday destination with our boys. Who's on it? Hear nothing from Nick's, <laughs> and then next we, you know, we give him a WhatsApp call or a FaceTime call, or something, and he, you know, he pops up. There's like a coconut tree behind him, and he's like, "Guys, <laughs> literally, man's in go." And we're like, "Yeah, we, we, we Do you know what happened last time? I think what happened was the first time. It was like I, I, I was on holiday from I think after after university. This is my last year, right? Twenty seventeen. I was like. um Let's 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 do let's go on some let's go somewhere. It's like okay, just book a ticket to India. It's nice there. Let's chill there for a bit, then come back um, before before starting work. So that was the time. It was just really last minute. 
Um, last minute, but he didn't really tell us yeah. until like three months into his holiday, and even then, that was like a myth. But moving on. <laughs> but the three other... months into our holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the other holidays I can think of is we went to Italy together. We went to Ch- Cinque Terre, which was I think Lit. one of the most amazing trips ever. I, I think so. Then we went to Paris together, so a couple of local ones in Europe. Yeah. But with Vinish, I've been to America, so we've gone around the East Coast. East Coast. Then we've gone to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been to South Korea. Um, I don't know if I missed any. Korea feels like we just did it last week. Korea, honestly, Korea's been one of the best trips of my life. But what for you has been the most memorable moments of our trips together? If you can think of like a candid story or a funny story, do you have anything? I'd say what was the first one, Italy. I think oh, yeah, it has to be that, that, you know, that juice stop we had at the top. We told that lady to take a picture. <laughs> and yeah, that was good. The picture was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but you just so exp- explain the scenario for my audience. Let's, let's give some give some background. We we were doing a trek um, in in Chincaterra. I believe it was. I think it was one of the second villages. So we we weren't staying there. We you know we were walking up, and the weather was banging, absolutely banging. Um, and I think I think Dishy said like, you know, let's stop here, let's chill, take a break. Uh, you know, get get some drinks down. Um, and next thing that we walk in, and obviously at this point it was so hot, we all had our tops off. Um, <laughs> it was so hot, we were sweating. Had our tops off. The nipples it, were showing. That, we're, yeah, we were sweating all all all, all across our top top body. Yeah. Um, anyway, fast fast forward. You know, we 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 jump in. Uh, we see this nice spot. There was a table right there. I had a window right there. You can see, you know, the, the views and everything. And we're like, boys. Let's, let's take a picture of this man you can't miss this so all, all three of us are in it we tell the lady serving us drinks to take a picture and we're like yeah that's, that's fine that's, that's perfect so we have our drinks and we, we literally we move off the trek um, and then I think Dish was like yeah let's, let's check out this picture and then we're all like it was a magic mic moment <laughs> magic mic moment for the lady for sure that, that was crazy right And but I think in general that trip was just very very relaxed the funny story I remember about um, Nikesh is the one in Paris where <laughs> we'd gone out for a meal and uh, he'd ordered some calzone pizza and uh, as boys you know you're, you're out you want to go you know socialise somewhere have a drink or two and this guy chose to go home to protect his pizza because he couldn't finish it and he wanted That's it the next day. So he didn't chill with us. We had the most amazing <laughs> night of our life it in was Paris. amazing. Where this guy had chosen to spend it at home protecting his pizza. And the funny thing is he didn't even eat his pizza. He just left it. Please explain yourself. <laughs> so on the, no, we, we went out the night before um, in Paris. So central Paris. We, we were chill, um, we were, we, I think we had dinner before. And then we went out. out. I think I was drinking more than, more than you guys. And I think from that night, I wasn't feeling well afterwards. And I said, I'm, so, I'm feeling a bit tired the, the following day. And then the following day, we said, oh, let's rock up for a nice Italian, something more chilled. And I was like... Oh, I don't recall any of yeah. You didn't give this much detail when you asked me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you just made this up. No, I'm not making up. We went for the Italian, uh, nice, more chilled venue. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll want for this. And um, yeah, we ordered, I don't know what you guys got. You got pasta, I think, and I got pizza. And my pizza was like easily for for a family of five, but that's how big it was. Um, so I finished half of it, and I was like, I'm not able to complete this pizza. So I, I took it home, 
and I was also a bit tired uh, fo- following that night before. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, wait, you can crack on. I'm going to wake up early and go for a run. Uh, okay, the long story short, right? I'm going to stick to what I said initially. So he bought pizza. He couldn't finish it. He wanted to protect his pizza and he went home and he stayed with the pizza. And then he didn't even eat his pizza. Do you know what, bro, do you know what I don't get? I go in the kitchen the next day. The box is open and the pizza is looking at me. It wasn't even finished. <laughs> it wasn't finished. I didn't finish it, bro. It was for a family of six, I'm saying. Oh, he I just moved from a family of so four oh, to five to six. As soon as a single sliced pizza. It depends on what, which area you come from. But that's, a, that's a easy uh, for a family of four plus. Moving on to the next story. So what I've got down for Vinish is the two words, nerf, nerf. <laughs> 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 Do you care to expand on this one? Do I have to? Go on. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Where were we? So, yeah, we're walking down Boston. Um, Crisp crisp day. I like it. It was was a crisp day. Um, We're thinking about what to get for lunch. Um, Oh, yeah. And um, uh, there was this this guy on the street, you know. We we, we were looking for this pier place called Nip Nap. And this guy on the street's like, oh, uh, where, where are you guys going? You looking for, uh, you know, what you, look, you looking for something? And I'm like, yeah, we're looking for a pizza place or Nick Nap. And he's like, yeah, he's just down there. And he goes, um, okay, cool, I helped you out. Can you give me some change? Um, I was like, oh, no, I just needed some help. <laughs> and the next thing you know, um, I was like, yeah, sorry, boom, back. And you're like, Yo, let's move on, let's move on. Vinish has left a lot of detail out of this conversation. <laughs> so I'll say my side of the story. Me and Vinish are going down the street to go to this uh, Lebanese place. And uh, we pass a gentleman which was, you know, very much of a hoodlum sort of a guy. So I, I recognise this immediately and I carry on walking briskly past him. I don't want to get involved in a conversation. And then Vinesh asks this guy, this guy for directions. And uh, the guy doesn't seem to comprehend what naf naf is. So he's like, naf naf, naf naf. <laughs> to the point where... The next thing I know is Vinish is running past me. He's, guys, Kadosh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's coming for me. <laughs> is that what happened? Was, was that was the full story. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now it's coming back. So, I have around me two guys in their mid-twenties and... I would say we've been through uh, collectively a fair few dates. We've got some experience now of, you know, what we want in our life, what we want in our partner to be. As we're all trying to, we're all trying to actually find that lifelong partner. Um, and so I just want to go around the table and ask you, how is your dating experience been? Yeah, I think um, mine's been hit and miss. So my focus right now, especially in the twenties, as from all, and coming from university is. Focus on career, focus on career. That's the main thing. And if something pops up in, in between, um, it should be natural. It shouldn't be um, one-sided from either my side or their side, right? So I'm, 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 I've taken a very laid-back approach just in general. No, agreed, agreed. Just, just adding on to what, what Nick has said, I'll say, you know, post, you know, you, you, know, you graduate, you come out of that bubble, you, know, you start working, you're in a different environment. Um, you know, you, you realize that, you know, now that you're working, you're, you're limited in how, you know, what time you can date, what time you can see girls. So it's about, you know, fitting things in. But I would say it's, it's been good. I'll say it's been good. It's, it's helped me find, find out, even though, you know, there's, there's been ups and downs, it's, it's helped me find out what I want in a person. You know, it's not all being, you know, going out to bars, saying hi. It's, it's, it's changed from, you know, using dating apps, which, 
which is you know, it's, it's usually my go-to. So I got a hilarious story that I just remembered right now with Nikesh using dating apps. So he's the kind of guy that would <laughs> swipe right for a girl <laughs> who has no picture. <laughs> Nothing, and then he'll hold a conversation with this person. It could be anyone that he swiped right for. It could be a guy. It could be an old woman. Could be anyone, and then he actually had a conversation with this person. I recall you even ended up meeting this one person who had no picture on her social media profile. No, she had pictures, but on her WhatsApp she didn't have a picture. But who? I swear at one point there was a picture, but it was a picture of Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, so I was longing out the process, right? I was just messaging, right? <laughs> and um, I, I wanted to see how, how far it goes until either I get bored or she gets bored, right? And it just, it, it kind of longed out. But what's the guarantee that it was a she that you were talking to on the other side? There was no guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, that could be catfished, right? That you, when you meet somebody from online, that could be, a, you, can, you could find Wayne from, from the gym. You could find Tyrone, or you could find Philip. There's no guarantee it could be a girl, or it could be an Indian girl. You're brave, man. <laughs> this guy is I think, brave. I think, long story short, you know, Nick, Nick's is the type of guy to... There, there's no there's no, there's no, no dating picture whatsoever, but he he will risk, you know, driving up to Scotland just to yeah. see that person. Yeah. <laughs> His own petrol, he will do it. Brave. He will find He is a brave guy. Because he's... He's just that guy. Happy-go-lucky happy guy. Yeah, happy that's it. Yeah. So Nikesh is actually a happy-go-lucky guy. This is, that's a wonderful way of describing him, actually. Respect. A happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah, so that's a good one, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. And there's been an incident of a catfish, and I don't recall who it was. Or was it you? No, it wasn't Nikesh. Nah, he's I'm saying, he's, he's going, I mean, no, you, no, you no was, it, was it you, Anish? <laughs> Yeah. Someone got catfished, and I recall I put, I put having a conversation afterwards, and you're like, guys... I met with this girl and she didn't look like her pictures and then we just had a drink and I tried to duck out as quickly as I could. What was this? <laughs> someone, Bro, <laughs> someone around the table, please reveal yourself. This, Who was this it? Is, this is easy. It sounds like a knicker situation. <laughs> nah, it's never me, man. You guys are playing on me. Are you going to both deny this ever occurred? Yeah, that, that's never happened to me. <laughs> both here. It's, it's you, bro. But when did this happen? This was, this was either Vinish or this is Dush. When did that happen Wait, don't try and bring me into this conversation. Bro. I have never been catfished, luckily, <laughs> because I try and spend some time Obviously, getting to know the yes. person before I meet them. For sure. As so, opposed to Nick, who just oh, goes with the name, no pictures. No, no, no. That never happened. That didn't happen at all at that time. I mean, from that incident, she had some pictures before. And then, I think when I, during the course of talking to her for a couple yeah. of you know, weeks or months, I don't know, she changed the picture. So Nick, how, was, how did it feel getting catfished? I didn't get catfished. <laughs> I've got a couple of questions that I received from social media. And I think this is a good conversation point for all of us to to give our viewpoints on so for your first date what do you prefer bougie drinks or casual setup oh casual definitely i i don't like bougie drinks uh in that sense it's, i think it, if you're going for a date on your bougie bougie place a nice fancy place it might be a bit too um you might have expectations or and she might have expectations i'll say definitely keep it casual uh, number one, I would say you, you're kind of raising the bar way too early. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always a fan of working up to things, uh, you know, take, taking it easy. Um, number two, I would say there's no need to keep it bougie. You know, the first, the first meeting is all about you two. No matter where you are, you just, you just want to find out what the person's all about. No matter where you are. Um, and obviously, as things progress and you know, things get serious, then by all means, you know, switch up, go all fancy. But... What about if the girl requests a bougie place? She's like, 
Vinesh, I want to meet here. And you know this is like the creme de la creme place. This is the peak of the mountain. What do, what's your reaction? Ooh, I would say... I'll, I'll, I'll probably firm it, you know, I'll do it. But I'll make my, you know... If, if I'm picking the next spot... Oh yeah, I'm downgrading, all right? Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, I've seen no need to go, you know, from bougie to bougie, you know, to switch things up. I think the main thing is about we're looking for something, something natural. And that could come from any any direction you can meet them at a bus stop you can have a you can have a date on a bus stop honestly like and as long as the conversation is there and i wouldn't recommend a date on a bus stop (laughs) no i'm not saying you can have a date anywhere right and um i'm not saying (laughs) we get your point but if a girl asks you where do you want to go for a date and you say bus stop i don't think that's going to ride very well kfc is a better stop than a bus stop but um just say she's vegan she's vegan she's out for me now but kfc do a do a decent vegan burger just putting it out there. I've never tried it yet. Decent. Is it better than Mildred? Decent. No, no, no okay. nothing, nothing beats Mildred. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, I think I, I reflect what you guys say. It's you have to be comfortable and you don't want an, an area that's kind of distracting away from your conversation. So if you go to like a nice bougie place and, you know, you're taking in more of the atmosphere than you are the person you've not really learned enough about that person that you could have done. Especially for initial dates, I like to try and just keep it to a coffee shop where it's very informal, very comfortable, and you know there's distractions around you, but the idea is that you're focusing on the person and having good conversation. And I think I've given you that advice as well, because in the past, I think many, many years ago, and I, when I say many years, I mean like three, four years ago, you guys have come to me for advice saying, you know, yeah. what should we do? Should we go yeah, yeah, first date, second date? What's the, what we, you know, what's the place to go to? And I think I've given you the same advice, and I hope, I hope it's worked. I think so. I think without you, Dush, right? I think I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be a crazy guy around around central London. No respect. Um, yeah. I want to put respect on your name. Uh, you've you've you made it proper clear on, on how to how to how to just go for it, man. Like simple, simple as you can get. You know, don't don't complicate it. Just, just keep it chill. Have a good time, and that's it. So something I want to discuss a little bit deeper now is careers. So we're all engineers around the table. We all studied for pretty much the same degree at the same university. Where are you guys in your career right now? What are your ambitions? You know, what do you want to go to? But actually, what is it that makes you truly happy? Okay, yeah. let me start with this question, Josh. Um, I, had, I, I, I was lucky I had an internship. And um, from that internship, I knew things I liked and things I didn't like. Um, so I, I really liked building things, designing things. Um, designing like structures, designing buildings. So, so I was looking for new, new, new career, new, new jobs after graduating, and I found a nice, a nice small company in the UK. Well, in the UK, but they're quite, they're quite big in Europe. Basically, the project management of 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 each work package I was given to was was very intense. So, I would start a project. Uh, um, I would manage the project. I'll manage the budget, manage people, and manage the client, and that kept going on. It's fun, but I will I'll get these projects uh, multiple across a year, and there's there's no really time for a break. So I was looking around um, late last year for for a new position, just 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 to use my skills in different in, in different um or different roles. So after after well early this year, um I I took a break um for a couple of months. Uh, then I was like, um, I'm going to 
spend some time getting some nice sunshine and see what I want in life again. Uh, basically taking like a nice vacation for, for a month and a half. And uh, yeah, that was really good, taking a break from work. Because that really foc- refocused me of what I wanted to achieve in, in my career and what I want to achieve personally. Um, because I know you, you might stay stuck to one company for like seven to six years, six to eight years. Or, and you say, this company's the best. You really align your core values to the company. And you get, I think you get kind of brainwashed into a company's culture. And your culture, your own purpose gets diluted. And taking a step off work for two to three months was, was, was really godsend to me. I was able to spend more time in the gym, able to spend more time with family, um, spend more time eating well, cooking as well. And it really, really, really refocused me on, on my own life. Um, so yeah, so coming back to London, I've applied to say several jobs, several roles. And yeah, we'll be starting a new position, which I'm happy uh, very, very soon. Dinkesh for me has always been the guy who's married to the game. Right, he enjoys uh, his career, uh, but forget that he enjoys engineering in general. Therefore, he's willing to go one hundred and twenty percent into his workplace all the time. And I think me and you always saw Nikesh not really uh, having that happy life balance. Where we talked to him on the phone, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm still working, and it's eight p.m." And yeah. you know, the next day he's like, "Yeah, I've got to hand in a presentation," and he's working through the night and things like that. Whereas we're socializing, you know, we're, we're having fun and you can see this guy is getting stressed. And then when we meet him in person as well, you could physically see some, you know, um, things that, that have led, you know, from nice. stress that's occurred to him and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. how, how did you, how did you change your way of thinking of now understanding that you need that good work-life balance? What switched in your mind that, you know, I can't go 120% all oh, the time? Oh yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Because like I noticed, like I had to put, I had to, I had to put everything into it, right? To to build a foundation, to to understand what, um, what is required in in the in the world. Because you need to be smart. You need to be, you need to use these softwares. You need to create designs. You need to be very attractable for your next employer. Because then you can showcase your portfolio to to a next employer. Say, okay, I've done this, that, that. I understand these kind of technical concepts very well. Uh, but in general, I noticed, like especially end of last last year, twenty twenty. That things were getting a bit out of my hands. I'm just working too much, too many hours, and it's not sustainable for me to work from I don't know eight thirty to to seven every day. And some days, um, working very late, and then on the weekends I'm thinking about work. So it was not very sustainable for me. It was okay for a, one year, one year to two years, but when I'm when I'm touching thirty or thirty, when I'm in my mid thirties, that's what I don't I don't need. And then you said you took six weeks off in order to try and recalibrate your mind and figure out what you wanted to do. And this is the point when you went to Goa and you didn't tell us. So, um, <laughs> well, would you, big would, surprise. <laughs> would you recommend young people to also take breaks like this? Oh, for sure. I think I think a break like that, if you can do it, um, do it because you'll never get the time in your late twenties to do to to travel or to just take time off to learn new skills. I mean, a career is a career is is very important, but your life is, I think, more important. You might get diluted, or you might get tunnel vision into into your company's values and visions, which are not aligned to your own. And what about you, Vinesh? What's your happy life, work life balance looking like? Well, yeah, that was Nick. That was a lot to take in, man. Um, 
where do I start? I'll say, was I expecting to go down the engineering route? Uh, yes, you know, we study engineering, we're all working in engineering. Uh, but I'm working, just, just so every, everybody in the podcast knows, I'm working uh, I'm working in rail for Crossrail. Uh, they're building a new railway line, so did I see myself in rail? No way. Uh, but just how it fell through, it was a bit mad, I can't lie. So what, what, what happened was, I was just hitting a wall right, with, with job applications. I was applying left, right, centre, not getting anything. And then what I did, I got into touch with my high school careers advisor, uh, Miss Nuttall. She's, you know what, she helped me out big time. Because looking back, she's like, Vinesh, uh, what you can do, you know, you're, you're at uni. It would be great if you can actually come down and speak to students about going to uni. And I said, sure. So I go back to my old high school. I said, hi, how's it going? Meet people. Um, I'm talking to the students. And next thing I know, I see a, a crossroad stand set up saying, you know, they were, they were recruiting for apprenticeships, but I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm a graduate, I'll be graduating soon. And he said, he said, look, um, we, we have a crossroad graduate application open and it's closing tonight. And I'm like, what is closing tonight? And I'm like, okay, cool, I'll go home and sort it out ASAP and I'll mention your name. And luckily, out of, out of all the chances, the contact I was speaking to, he also worked at my work experience I did before starting uni um, and it was it was actually you know it was a small company in uh, Finchley so I did two months there he's like oh I've worked there as well and I was like at that moment I was like cha-ching this, this, this has to be my moment so I go home you know get changed quick time bust out the application um, I also sent Gavin he was my contact I sent him an email saying look Gavin I've applied let me know how it goes and Obviously, you know, come come my third year, I'm, I'm wrapping up, I'm doing my exams. Um, I literally I come out my final exam, I get a call from Crossroads saying, the voice on the other end was very depressing. He was like, hey, is this Vinesh speaking? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's Vinesh. He's like, Vinesh. I just want to say, uh, you got the job. And I was like, boom, that, that was it. That, that was the wait I was waiting for. And then since then, you know, I'm work, working in Canary Wharf, joined the grad scheme. Um, but I was fortunate to go out on site as well. And this site was literally, there was a site, there was a crossroad site, and they stepped the green, where it was just no fancy, no fancy buildings, you know, it was, it was cabins on site. Um, you know, you, you get your hands dirty, you put on orange, you go on site, you meet people, but... And obviously, looking back in hindsight, you know, I had the fancy Canary Wharf buildings and the site cabins, and it was about the people, man. I met really nice people down on site as opposed to the, the, the fancy buildings, so it's like end of the day to me it's about the people you work with it's people mm. no matter where you are you could be anywhere in the world you could be in a fancy building it's it's the people man work-life balance I'll this you know I tell my I tell my close friends this I tell you guys this I'm sure I told you guys I tell my younger cousins who's, who's going into work if you can get a separate work phone get a separate device um, even, even if you're not working if you're doing your own side hustle whatever you're doing get a separate device for your work um, calls and stuff because that, that that's helped me switch off big time you know I can have a personal phone on I can have a, I can mix business contact on there but I know all it takes is a notification and that's it you know your your, your mind is back in that mode stimulus stimulus yeah so I I, I purposely have a routine saying uh, you know come come 6 o'clock or you know let's say I'm finishing wrapping up early come half 5 boom I, I look off my laptop I put my, my work phone on silent and that's me done. Mm. Boom. I ain't messing around, man. Yes. Yeah. And that's really good. That's really, that's really good advice that I think I've definitely been following. So I know the benefits of this, but I, but I see other people suffering 
where you're out with them having dinner or something and the phone comes off and it's like, oh, it's a work email, it's a work message. And you can see that they're taken away from the conversation and all of a sudden they focus and it's taken them to a darker place. So having that second device, I think, really helps. Personally, for me, I found in, in my personal career is as you go up the ladder, the an amount of hours that you're expected to do or the amount of work that you're expected to do increases along with the responsibility and therefore the you know nine to five days they don't really exist it's a bit more flexible around you're going to start a little bit earlier you're going to finish a little bit later and, and every day revolves around that but the pressures that you take on will forever begin to increase and as a person I think those are the skills that you're learning as you're growing older is how to handle this pressure because you can crumble underneath it or you can take it on board and be boss man and you know run through it and stuff and I'm finding that that I'm learning those skills now and therefore I'm trying to figure out how I can excel in being in a, in a leadership position in the workplace and not try and take all of that pressure with me when I finished work. So it's trying to handle it in the moment, trying to be the best that I can in order to get my work done to a good quality, but then being able to switch off and then go to my family life. And that's, that's a skill set. That's a genuine skill set. That's so hard. It's really, really hard to obtain. But when you're able to do so, you have absolute bliss in your life because you can really appreciate two different sides of you. When you try and mix and match, it becomes a bit of a cocktail and it's a cocktail that you can't sip every single day because you're going to get drunk on it eventually. <laughs> um, usually when I end my podcast and I have guests around me, especially new guests, I try and add a plug and one piece of advice. So I'll start with the first one. What is one piece of advice you would share with my audience today that's been really helpful in your life? So... I'm going to go with Nikesh first. Um, I think the biggest advice I can give anybody is be kind to people. It might seem a bit uh, cliche, but I think... That's cliche, bro. I, th I think being nice to somebody, it, it shows a lot of... Um, it shows a lot of intelligence. I'll say, you know, ignorance is bliss. Um, if you've if you got something on your mind, um, just don't go into analysis paralysis. Just, you know, you can always get opinions, but boom, if you want to do it, just get out of the way, do it. There's only so much you can think. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I need to do that more often. Um, just, just head down and go for it. And then one final thing is, if you were to plug or share something with the audience today, what would it be? Oh, that's, that's easy. You know, just go on, just go on Be Young Spotify page. And listen, <laughs> listen to all of his tracks. That will put you in a good mood. Trust me. And a shout out to Be Young, who's a, a UK <laughs> a hip hop artist, and yeah, he does make good music. So I give him that. Nikesh? Um, I think one thing which is neglected in, in, in our early career is sleep. And if you go on, if you go on uh, YouTube or if you go on the internet and if you look for a book called uh, Why We Sleep, that's a, that's a nice book to read. Because um, you're tired, bro. No, it's not that. It, 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 re it, it goes into the technical part of like, um, why sleep is important, why sleep is important for young kids, why is it sleep important for teenagers, and it goes into adults and into, into old age. And yeah, it's, it's a really interesting book. And I think a lot of people do suffer from lack of sleep. So I hopefully from reading that book, you guys can, uh, can understand why it's important to sleep. Amazing. I think that's a good recommendation for everyone. So that is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for joining. I had an amazing time catching up with you guys and everyone listening at home. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And if you did, Please stay tuned for more episodes of Dive Deep with Dush.